Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. wonderful Sunday morning and we thank God for the air that we breathe. We thank God for everything that God is doing in our lives. Amen. This morning I'm ministering a word um, that God placed in my spirit and I think I shared a bit of it in uh, my morning devotions and um, I titled it, Things Are Not Always As They Seem. Amen. Things Are Not Always As They Seem. And reading from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the verse 3 to 5, Apostle Paul says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty spiritual weapons able to pull down every stronghold. But the part that I want you to get is that he says that for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. We are living in the physical but and operating in the physical. But he's saying that the warfare, the battle, is not a physical battle. Amen. It's a spiritual one. But praise be to God who gives us spiritual weapons to be able to overcome in life, Hallelujah. Do I have a church in this house? Amen. Hallelujah. Spiritual weapons, he says, are mighty coming through God to the pulling down of every stronghold in our minds. Amen. The way we see things or perceive things to be are not always as they are. Amen. You may weigh a situation but may be wrong or skewed in your thinking depending on what your senses tells you. I've told you that man, you are primarily a spirit, you have a soul, and you dwell in a body. And so in the same way that you can be affected by physical things, you can also be affected by spiritual things. The same way that you can, you operate on the physical level, you are also a spiritual being. Amen. And so beyond our five senses, smell, taste, touch, and all that, there is an inner witness that the Spirit gives us so that we are able to know by the Spirit of God the things that God wants us to know. And some call it discernment. Amen. God gives us a knowing within ourselves. And when we talk about faith, faith is not according to any of your five senses. No. You may see it physically with your eyes in this way, but in reality, it's not. And that's why the Word of God says that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You don't see it, but it's real. Amen. And so things are always not as they seem. Amen. He says that even though we see things in the natural, the battles in life are not just of the flesh. They're not physical, but they are spiritual. Amen. Not seen with the natural eye, but is. Jesus talked about spiritual things and referred it to like the wind. That the wind blows, that the wind blows 
and you don't see the wind, but the wind is, and you, you feel the effect of the wind. Um, when they talk about tornadoes coming, they, they talk about as an entity. It's a strong wind, and when it comes, it leaves destruction in its way. way. So even though you don't see the wind, the wind has an effect. Amen. And that is how spiritual things are. Amen. But God has given us power, both in the physical and in the spiritual. The weapons that he has given us, they are not physical weapons, like AK-47 or bazookas or the big cannons of the artillery gentlemen like general amen but they are powerful weapons spiritual weapons that come through god because god is a spirit amen and by the power of god's spirit and the weapons he gives us we are able to pull down all strongholds and paul talks about it as the imaginations of our mind things that we think we perceive ideas that come into our minds which are not necessarily true and often being put there by the enemy who want to destroy and kill ideas and informations that we have in our minds which may not necessarily be the truth or helpful and he gives us he says the power to bring down imaginations and every thought that fights against the knowledge of God because there are many things that we think of or many things that we want to do that fight against the knowledge of God in our lives and it's so easy to be caught up with the physical things in this world and that will diminish your love for God or even your relationship with God because these things are the things that you hear the things that you see and what you see you know often makes a great impression upon you and what you hear because the ear is a gate into the spirit and the soul your eyes is also a gate so we can hear something and I always say that if somebody should shout right now snake oh please I will be out of that door we can run even I will run. And that is how it is. Because, you know, physically you heard something dangerous. And the same way we hear different words every day. From the moment you rise up in the morning, the news, they're blasting bad news. And I say, bad news sells. So you often hear more bad news than good news. And little by little, you don't know, but it affects you. In a way, it puts fear in people. When coronavirus came and the pandemic was on and every day, corona killed this and corona that, in Italy that, this, that. It got to a time people didn't even want to come out of their homes. And people died, not because of the coronavirus, but they died out of fear. People committed suicide because they were in so much fear. And the fear led to depression and they took their lives while they hadn't even gotten the corona. It happened a lot. You know, so they had, you know, helplines for people to be counseled. Amen. But he says, the Paul says that God has given us spiritual weapons that are able to pull down every imagination and anything that fights against our knowledge of God. Hence, our relationship with God. Hence, our ability to overcome in this world through the power of God. Hallelujah. And, and to bring our minds, our thoughts unto captivity. To arrest your thinking, to arrest your ideas and bring them under the obedience of Christ and his word. Amen. So that we do not move according to our thinking. We do not do according to our thinking, but we do according to the word of God. Hello? Because there's a very strong warfare going on every day. The warfare of the mind. The mind is the greatest battleground. Every minute the enemy wants to battle you and he comes through your thoughts. The mind is the greatest battleground of the enemy. He brings ideas, thoughts, informations, you know, that discourage, 
that you know, bring all kinds of emotions, lust, ungodly desires, and all these things. They come because there's a battle going on in your mind. And unless you come to the point where by the Spirit of God, you're able to harness your thoughts, your thoughts will lead you astray. We must harness our thoughts because negative thinking will always bring negative actions. Amen. Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. And when you have negative thinking, you begin to have negative desires, negative actions. And over time, over time, the negative actions become negative habits and habits form character and character will determine the course of your life or the end of your life. And so the first point of call is the thoughts. Amen. The thoughts that come in our mind. So Paul says that God has given us spiritual weapons that are able to arrest every thought and bring it under the word of God so that we will think right thoughts, which will bring right actions, which will bring right habits, character, and life. It's, it's just, I mean, it's simple like ABC. Are, are we together this morning? You are very quiet. Amen. <laughs> so with this, you understand that there's the need to look beyond the physical, what we see, what we hear, what we feel at all times. There's a need to go beyond it Otherwise, we will fail and we'll fall. And I'm saying again that things are not always as they seem. There are many sides to a story. It depends on who is telling the story. My brother said there's, there are three sides to an issue. Your side, my side, and the truth. You understand? So it depends on who is telling the story. The person will tell it anyhow. Even with the newscasters, if you go to two different stations, they can report on um, the same Story, but the reportage it can be different. And the one that makes me laugh is the one that they do in Chi. The chairman or say, eh, abefo, inuma, abaso, and they will add encomiums. I call it encomiums. Not just say, I had the But somebody also reporting on Joy FM is reporting straight. So it depends on who is telling the, the story. Amen. So we must watch who is feeding our minds. Is it the word of God, the spirit of God, is it the enemy, the devil, the, the adversary, or is it our own self? What, 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 who's feeding your thinking? What, what, what is instructing your mind? We must think on these things because if it's the enemy, then definitely your mind and your thoughts will go on to things that are destructive. But if it's the spirit of God, then it will lead you to things that are creative and positive and righteous and good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is feeding our minds? But we thank God that we are believers and we have the spirit of God in us who feed our mind. Amen. And because sometimes we get so many ideas, we tend to be discouraged. I We'll read something from Psalm 31, the verse 21 to 22. Psalm says, Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. Testify of God's goodness. Then he said, Because for I said in my haste, I am cut off from before thy eyes. Nevertheless, thou heardest the voice of my supplication when I cried unto you. So you say that a time came when he said he's cut off from before the eyes of the Lord. A discouraging time can come to you and you think that is the end, that it won't work and all kinds of things. But he said, but the end of it was that God showed him his kindness. So we need to seek the mind of God consistently and let the wisdom of God, which brings, you know, mysteries into revelation, 
inform us. Amen. Because the things that we don't understand, the things that we have no clue about, the things that are bugging our minds, we, we, we don't have a, no, a hand on. By the Spirit of God, we will have revelation. Amen. And that revelation will inform your heart, inform your mind, and you, you move according to the revelation. Also, revelation always gives birth or rise to movement. When you have a right revelation about something, nobody needs to tell you what to do. It is in you, so you move according to it. This morning, you have a revelation about worship on Sunday morning. Nobody came to say, hey, get up and go to church. No, you got up, you got ready, and you came to church because you, you have a revelation of God, that God is your God, and that you must worship him. Hello? Amen. Hallelujah. And so, we must seek God and seek the mind of God. Because the mind of God is higher than our minds. We know very little in life. What you see is very little in, when you compare it to what really is. You are seeing me, I'm seeing you, but in this room there's a company of angels. You don't see, but they are here. The presence of God is here. You don't see. So maybe you are still living in your fear, but if only God would give you revelation, open your eyes to see that you are not alone in your struggle, neither are you alone in anything that you are the mother. You see the presence of God with you, or you know in your Noah, the presence of God with you. Our anxieties and our discouragements will, will, will come down. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God sees beyond what we see. God knows what we do not know. Amen. God knows everything. Someone went to the house of Jesse to anoint a king. And when he got there, he said, Jesse, bring your sons. The Lord has sent me to anoint a king. And he brought out his sons, mighty men of valor. Big men, tall in height, and you know, of such a men of war. And as they came, God said, no, I've not chosen this one. Someone said, ah, surely, this must be the one. I said, no, no, I've not chosen him. He may look the part, but he's not. Then he said that you see on the physical, but God, he said, God looks into the heart. Amen. God looks beyond the physical. And so when we seek the mind of God and we receive that knowledge that comes from God, we will also be able to do the same. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And when we are able to do the same, it is then that we will receive overcoming power. Because it says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty coming through God to the pulling down of stronghold. The mind of God will grant or give unto us the wisdom of God for life. Amen. The wisdom of God, because in every decision that you have to take, and truly, we take decisions from the moment you rise up, you, you take countless decisions during the day. But how many of your decisions, how many of our decisions are taken in the wisdom of God? It must be in the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The wisdom of God is the, a weapon, one of the weapons that God has given us to pull down strongholds of the enemy, to bring every thought under bondage, under captivity, to place our, our thinking under the word of God. Wisdom will teach you the right thing to do, the wisdom of God. Not the wisdom of this world, because we have two types of wisdom. The wisdom of this world, which God says is foolishness. The wisdom of this world. And that's why you see somebody says he's a wise man, or somebody says, oh, he knows it all. But then, their lives are destroyed. That was the wisdom of the world. I always say that we had a lecturer when I was in school. 
very intelligent man, highly intelligent, would lecture beautifully. Very, very good. But in the evening, you will surely find him in the gutter. Because after lectures, you wear booze. That wasn't wisdom. And the whole school knew it. But that wasn't wisdom. So he had the wisdom of this world. Intelligent to know the books. But because if he had the wisdom of God, that wisdom would teach him that in the same way that you are bringing up these young men and women to be fine people, apply it to yourself. Amen. The wisdom of this world, God says, is foolishness. And the wisdom of this world does not take us anywhere. It is not peaceable. Amen. The wisdom of this world tends to destruction. So, Apostle Paul, when he came to the church in Corinth, he said he didn't come to them, you know, according, you know, preaching the enticing words of man's wisdom. No. He said he came to them preaching unto them in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. According to the power of the spirit and the word of God, he preached to them so that they, they would be changed, they would be truly transformed. Amen. Because the wisdom of God is temporal and the wisdom of man is passing. We have come to an age today where scientists sometimes even don't know what to do with certain things. The coronavirus is an example. That tells you that the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of man is not complete, but the wisdom of God is high. Hallelujah. Amen. So we we'll seek the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. He says that he came and he spoke the wisdom of God, taught them the wisdom of God that is perfect. And that same wisdom makes perfect. Because if you are living according to the wisdom of God, it is perfect. It will make you perfect. Hallelujah. It will perfect your life. Hallelujah. He said that the, the wisdom of God is what he was preaching. Not according to the wisdom of this world. Because yeah, if the, the people who crucified Jesus, you know, had the wisdom, they would not have crucified the king of glory. The Lord of glory. Amen. If only they, they knew that by crucifying Jesus, our sins will be forgiven. And today, millions of people, millions of people have become saved. And Satan no longer has dominion over us. Oh, they would have left him alone. So I will be wallowing in sin. But praise be to God. That the wisdom of God, amen, outwits the wisdom of this world. And that is how it is. When you as a person, you live and walk in the wisdom of God, you outwit men. You outwit men. You overcome situations. Hallelujah. Are we together this morning? Tell your neighbor, seek the wisdom of God. Tell somebody, seek the wisdom of God. Because things are not always as they seem. Amen. They are not. And Paul goes on to say that as it is written, the eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. No eye has seen, no, no, no mind can even, you know, fathom or, or imagine the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But he says that God has revealed these things to his spirit, to us by his spirit. Because his spirit knows everything in God. And he said, because who knows the mind of any man than his spirit? As we sit here, nobody knows what is going on in your mind, but your spirit knows. Amen. In the same way, the Holy Spirit knows what is in the mind of God. 
And so long we, we embrace God's spirit, his wisdom, his, his knowledge, whatever he has in his heart, will be, will be so freely given to us and by which we will overcome in this life. Amen. Because it is a battle going on. Life itself is a battle, one great big battle, but praise be to God that we are more than conquerors. I said we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave his life for us. Amen. I hasn't seen, and this is why I want to tell you that no one knows what God has planned for you, but God knows. And God has planned already. And if you seek God, you seek the mind of God, you seek the spirit of God, he will give you revelation. So you order yourself aright. You order yourself right. You hear the voice of God say, this is the way, walk in it. Turn to the left, turn to the right. And as you are led by the spirit, because the Bible says that it is those who are led by the spirit who are the sons of God. If you are led by your own self, you are, you are, you are far from God. If you are led by the spirit of the devil, then you go. But it's those who are led by the spirit who can say that we are the sons of God. Hallelujah. The spirit reveals the deep things, even the deep things of God, because he knows what is in the heart of God. Then he says, and now we have received, not the spirit of this world, which gives man's wisdom, but we have received the spirit of God. Hallelujah. How many of you here have received the Holy Spirit? Everyone, everyone, are you born again? then the spirit of God dwells in you. Give yourself a clap. Thank God for that. Amen. He said, we have received the spirit of God so we may know all things that are freely given to us by God. We will know everything that God has given to us. And so when things appear in a certain way, you will know beyond that which is manifesting to you. You understand? Like I said that, you may see a door, a wall, but if the spirit of God dwells within you and he informs you, he will tell you, this is not a wall, it's a door. Amen. You may see an end, but God says that it's the beginning. That's why he said, let the weak say, I am strong. You think you are weak, but the spirit of God says, no, you're not weak, you are strong. Because I dwell in you. And I give you strength. Amen. The spirit of God will teach us wisdom, the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. He's the spirit of revelation. He's a spirit of counsel. He's a spirit of might. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The Holy Spirit. He will give us counsel. He will show us the way, the right ways to walk in. And we will not fail. And we will not fall. Are we together this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. We will not fail. And that is why I'm telling you this morning that because things are not always as they seem. And if you follow after the, the seeing of your sight, your natural senses, you will fall, you will fail, you will not fulfill your God-given destiny because you're, you'll be led by what you see and what people say. Amen. Somebody can see you and say, oh, but you're not going anywhere. Somebody can, I said, teachers, yes, I, I didn't know, I was not very mathematical, I have to confess. These days, I am shocked when I'm able to calculate something in my mind, and my children say, hey, ma, this is your math is <laughs> powerful. And I say, Baba, it's not powerful. It's when I'm calculating money. <laughs> but truly, when I was in school, I, I could not calculate anything in my mind. 
F-U-E maths. How many of you know F-U-E maths? I bombed. How to rewrite F-U-E maths? But now I tell people that, ah, send a mini maths. Nana I say mini maths. Since I was a mini maths, bah. Eh, oh, now I'm good. I trust it. I'm good. I'm, as I say, I'm just calculating my mind. I don't need a calculator. And I realized that these were the basic things they were teaching us in school. And I don't know because I'm sure I'd made up my mind that one young man was called David. He was from Brunhafo. He was my bastard. He helped me to pass the second sit, the reset. He was very mathematical. Praise be to God, my children are very mathematical because their father is highly mathematical. That has been my salvation. Yes, I'm Amen. You see, so things are always not as we think they are. There's something more. There's something else. There's something different. There's something, but God has it. God knows it. God has ordained it. God will speak it to your mind. God will speak it to your spirit. Amen. For you to understand the plan of God, the will of God, the direction of God. He is a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Amen. And so we will not give in to our natural senses because the natural mind, Bible says, does not receive the things of the spirit of God. The natural man doesn't receive spiritual things. Spiritual things are foolishness to them who are carnal, physical, in thinking and in nature. Spiritual things. People don't understand why you should even pray. When I say I'm going to church, oh, sorry to do. That is an extreme form of the weather begins with F. That's foolishness. You understand? Because in their natural mind, they, 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 they do not know. They don't even perceive. Even though it's simple. Any literature can understand that the breath you breathe, your breath, is not free. Somebody's giving it to you free. Go to the hospital and see those who are on oxygen and still cannot breathe. They, they are on oxygen, but they still can't breathe. That will tell you that somebody is giving you free breath. You don't pay for it. You woke up this morning. You didn't wake up just because of your alarm clock. Take the alarm clock to the morgue and see how many wake up. Yeah. You woke up because the spirit of God quickened your spirit onto life. Onto a new day. Amen. So people who lack revelation about God who lack the wisdom that the spirit gives, will talk like that, behave like that. Oh, me, they mean pass, sorry. The, 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 the worst one, they won't say me pass, because they say, are you coming to worship the pastor or God? That would tell the person doesn't have revelation. Are you getting me? We must seek the wisdom of God because the natural man doesn't understand spiritual things. Because spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Amen. And the Bible says that he that is spiritual judges all things. Amen. And yet he himself is not judged by anything. Why? Because he that is spiritual does the things of the spirit and does the right thing. Your life will not come under condemnation. Paul says that there is now therefore no condemnation for them who walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Those who are born again, who walk in the spirit. Because we have people born again, but they are still walking in the flesh. We call them flesh, 
Christians or carnal Christians, right? Carnal. That, that your flesh dictates to you. We need you, we need you. Now, why you feel punk? You don't know the story, so you, you laugh. Ubu for Ubuefu. Ubu I mean, to the point that believers can actually do evil is because they are so walking after the dictates of the flesh. But if you walk after the flesh, Bible says that you will die. But if we walk after the spirit, then we shall live. So it's not just about being born again. After you are born again, what do you yield yourself to? Who do you yield yourself to? We yield ourselves to the spirit of God. Amen. Because he will give us revelation to see things as they really are. To know things as they really are. To know the truth which sets free. He will lead us. He will guide us. He will order our steps. And we will overcome in the battle of life. Hallelujah. We will overcome the battles of life because we are spiritually minded and we see things not after the flesh which may put fear in you which may discourage you, which may lead you to do wrong or tr- lead you to try to help God. Do you know the who help God? Some who help God. Yeah, they, they are very powerful. They can help God. <laughs> but God doesn't need your help. Amen. We, we, we will walk in the power of the Spirit of God. We allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, indwell us, not just for tongues. Because sometimes we think that because we can shabo and kabo, more than anybody else, we are spiritual. No, no, no. When you yield yourself to the control of the spirit, then you are spiritual. Not just because you pray in tongues. Because people pray in tongues and still murder people. So it's not about the gift of the spirit, but it's about the fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. So this morning, closing, I want to say to you again, things are always not as they see. And so don't get discouraged by things that you see. Don't follow after things that you see alone. No. Seek the mind of God which is given to us by his spirit and the spirit will lead you unto victory. It doesn't matter the challenge. It doesn't matter the battle. It doesn't matter what it is. The Holy Spirit will instruct you to the minutest details of our lives. I tell you, where have I lost, where have I placed my keys? So Holy Spirit, you have to help me this, on this one. And we'll show you. Maybe you, you, you just feel like, let me go and, you know, rummage through something and you find it. Yesterday, I think around 3 a.m., I was rummaging through um, a, a bag of some things somebody had brought to me from London, including my mail. Now, this person brought the, the mail, the, this bag, which had the mail. And I, I, I didn't even realize that, you know, it didn't click my mind. Now, for a very long time, since the coronavirus, my debit card is um, expired. So whenever I try to do any transaction with it, because it's expired, I have challenges. Then as I was rummaging through the things and I saw the pile of mail, I said, oh, why have you been going through this mail? I, I looked and I opened one envelope and here was the, the new card they had sent me. And I said, glory, Lord. Then I said, okay, what, what else, what else? <laughs> and I was looking. <coughs> and I found a check. Yeah, which was a, a return money 
to me for something. I say, Jesus, you are good. That is how the Spirit of God will lead us and will guide you. So you see things not just as they seem, but as they really are by the Spirit of God and by his wisdom. May the Lord bless us and may the Lord help us to daily yield ourselves unto him and with the Spirit reign on us. You want to rise up on your feet this morning. Holy Spirit of God. Lift up your hands and say, Holy Spirit of God, this morning, I yield my, my spirit to you. Take over my heart and my mind. Give me revelation in life. Order my steps. Direct my paths. Pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, this morning, we thank you for your word. And Father, we thank you that, Lord, you draw us, my God, unto yourself, that it may be well with us. So this morning we hear your word, we hear you, we hear your truth, oh God. And we yield our spirits, our soul, our body unto you. Declare that, Lord, you are the Lord of our lives. Somebody pray, pray unto the Lord. Pray. So I yield myself to you, Spirit of God. Fill me. Give me your wisdom, the wisdom of God that is peaceable and easily entreated. Give me your wisdom for life. Let me live my life according to that heavenly wisdom, that divine wisdom that comes from me. Order my steps, O oh God. Direct my path, O oh God. Pray yourself. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. This is very personal between you and God. Help me, Jesus, that I do not, I will no longer see as men see. Let me see as you see. For Lord, my understanding is small. And my understanding is futile in the battle of life. Lord, you hold all the answers. You have all the keys. You hold all solution. I yield my spirit to you. And this morning, you want to pray the Holy Spirit. As I yield myself to use me as your vessel of change onto other lives. Use me to touch lives. Use me to be a witness unto you. Holy Spirit, revive me. Sometimes your spirit becomes so insensitive, dead. You can't hear God speak to you because your own mind has been speaking so loud. You stop hearing God because you've listened to yourself so long. What's the Holy Spirit? Revive my spirit. Revive me. Let me be sensitive to your leading, to your direction. Listen to other people too long. But what is the Spirit saying to yourself? My sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. They follow it. They will not follow the voice of the stranger. Spirit of God, we are before you this morning. Revive our spirits, O oh God. Give us clarity in our lives, in our minds. Show us the way of God. Bring us to the place of peace. This morning, as the Holy Spirit takes over, I just sense peace. So receive the peace of God this morning. Holy Spirit of God, this morning, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for the wisdom that, Lord, you give to us. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for your peace, oh God. Thank you for overcoming power. Ah, to overcome 
pull down strongholds that have been raised in our minds. Strongholds of fear. Strongholds of discouragement. Strongholds of defeat. Thank you this month that Lord we overcome. Thank you that Lord even our words will not be according to the wisdom of this world but according to your wisdom. Thank you Jesus. Shemima Ninyamye Shemima Shemima Fawusunso Shemima He's a comforter. Shemima Ninyamye Shemima He's a healer. Shemima Fawusunso for listening to today's word connect with us on our website www.tlgm.org 
Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey. Oh, no.